Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Mr. Art of Noise, and um, this is another episode of Dear Society. Uh, me and Sweet Coco were just like randomly talking, and um, I was like, this sounds like a nice little uh, something we could throw in for the episode. So what we did was just we started the episode off and we just kept going. We were already in the middle of a conversation, so we just kept it pushing. Um, so just take a listen. It's not a real episode or anything, but we hope you enjoy. So what is it that you want from this fertility experience? I just want the experience to be as smooth as possible. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to be a financial burden and I don't want it to, you know, because if it's a financial burden, it just becomes more of an issue making a child, even though like children are already expensive in themselves. Like I don't want to spend more money than we have to create it when we have a lifetime to raise it. Mm-hmm. No, that's really my main focus on everything. I guess with the whole situation and um, from what I've read, um, you know, husbands tend to not know how or husbands or partners tend to not know how to support their significant other because they're worried about things like financial things and um, they're not going through the the situation physically so it's hard to you know step in that person's shoes and be like are you okay or you know sometimes you know going through that may seem insensitive like asking are you okay even though you know that they're not Mm. in going through the situation but you know from my point of view I feel like of course we've been trying for you know a year and a half and at this point for us to get a kid I personally would do anything but you know yeah you know we do have to think about financial things and um and just think about the long run you know mm-hmm. so yeah just um I don't know I don't think any guy knows what to say I don't think any guy knows how to feel because um, this situation is put in a box. And we was kind of talking about it earlier. Like, you know, there are so many more people, um, couples, I'll say, that have children naturally just bop, bop, bop. They popping out kids. And then, you know, this is a box where it's, you know, the women with fertility issues and then I'm putting a smaller box, whereas the guys with women who have fertility issues, I don't know what to say. I don't know how to feel. I don't know how to express what I'm feeling during this time because it's all like, you know, for example, all my frat brothers, they all popped out kids like it was nothing. Like they all have kids. They didn't have... This conversation wasn't going on during college. hmm You know? So this box I'm in now of, like, you know, frustration, 
um, I'm good, but you not. And, you know, no animosity or anything. It's Mm -hmm. just like, why can't we just do this? Because we just kind of want to do this now. Yeah. Why can't it just just happen like everybody else? Mm -hmm. You know? And you you have probably that same exact feeling. Why can't we have that? And that's, yeah. But I just feel like my box is so small. There aren't many members in this box, in this category. And if there are, I don't know anyone else who I could talk to, especially um, learning that your cousin was on the opposite end of it, but he can't relate to me because I have... You have Michael, Michael I have, Phelps. <laughs> yeah, I have a higher sperm count. He had a lower sperm count, so he's not even in my box. He's in a whole nother box. Mm-hmm. So, you know, trying to find someone who relates to what you are going through individually is super tough and I mean I really besides you asking the right questions to get the right answers out of me I have nobody to talk to so just like how you may have the right friends um, your box is still small you may have my box is super small you may have the right you have friends who have kids yeah and some of your frat brothers are their husbands who they've just yeah yeah like you said they've Mm. been able to pop out kids like it's nothing and um i have friends who Mm -hmm. um happen to not know they were pregnant and ended up having children Mm. um and then i you know it just it sucks because you just feel like I, I want to talk to all my mommy friends, but I just feel like they're not in your box. They're not in. <laughs> they're not in my box. And like, although you're like, yeah, wait for it to happen. Then I have some of those friends who are moms and they're like, oh, my gosh, like being a mom is really hard work. And I'm like, I totally and completely understand that. Mm-hmm. But if I can get to have that feeling like I would want it. So I hate hearing so that. I can be on your level. Yeah. yeah. And it, it really is about levels. Yeah. You know. I know it's sleepless nights. I know it's, you know, I, I know all of this stuff. Yeah. Like. And that's all good. Like, mm-hmm. ain't nobody tripping over that. Like, I think we get into an age where people need to, you know, stop asking. Like, I I literally hate hearing, are y'all ready for that? Y'all ready for that? At this <sighs> point, kind of, yeah. Because yeah. it's not coming as easy as I thought. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I kind of am ready for it. Yeah. Like, I want a little jitterbug running around here, you know, mm-hmm. screaming and yelling. Or <laughs> just to be like me, you know, ask my mother, you be like me uh, when I was a little boy. Nice and quiet. Nice and quiet. Sit on the couch, watch TV, don't say nothing. <laughs> so, you I'd know, I'd probably walk in and check if you're breathing every five seconds. That was it. <laughs> Just make sure I'm still alive. Like, yeah. and it's all good. But, um, but yeah, people got to understand, like, you know, that I don't know. That's kind of, you know, how you did your post and found some insensitive insensitivities in your post. Like, mm-hmm. I find that an insensitive comment sometimes that, is, um, um or, are you ready for it? Like, at this mm-hmm. point, yeah. Or, um, do you have kids yet? Yeah. Oh, it's like the worst mm-hmm. because like, like now that we're going through this process and we're, you know, seeing where we we lack in our bodies, like, you know, things aren't right or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, some things kind of touch a chord. You also see through this process that where you where you lack the support because people don't know how to support you. Mm-hmm. 
and um you know like you said your box can become a little lonely and all you have is your nurses and doctors to talk to and just mm-hmm. be like yeah this is what you can do but no one will really understand um like I was telling you earlier I know your box is small and you really have to grab on every single person who is as close to your situation as possible Mm -hmm. you know and really build on that and build that relationship and just say you know I need your help sometimes you just got to tell people I need your help yeah you know I need somebody to talk to and then you know just Fill them out. Feel if it's genuine, because not everybody's gonna be genuine. But you gotta fill them out and hope, hope for the best that mm-hmm. they'll, you know, be there for you, and um, just want to talk because they understand you wholeheartedly. Yeah, like I said, sometimes at work it's just like really hard to like talk to people about what I'm going through, or like I'll come to work with my book and I'll, mm-hmm. you know, try to. Um, you know read that and it's just like are you really asking questions because you're generally concerned or like everybody's at a different place in their lives i have people at my job who don't want to have anything to do with children at all um i have you know really really young people i have an older person that really doesn't know where she's at and in her I wouldn't say doesn't know where she's at, but, like, is not really, like, on a path directly to motherhood as yet or Mm -hmm. in a relationship. So it's kind of... um, Her journey is a little all over the place. Yeah, but it's kind of hard to, like, have those conversations with people who don't know what you're you're going through or... um, It's not on your page. Yeah. Yeah, I, I actually... Um, it feels It's really lonely, though. It is really lonely. And I feel like crying sometimes, to be honest with you. I agree. And um, I am... I think I'm the only married individual at my job. Doesn't... What's his name? Um, no. He does not. Oh, yeah, 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 he does. Um, but I, I ain't talking to him. About yeah, that. and then on well, top of that, who you have a relationship with? Yeah, actually, I take that a lot back. My visual guy, he's married. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but he yeah, has a husband. <laughs> but he's cool. Yeah. Um, so that's that. That's already like you know, I can't talk to you. But it's but, but it's I'm, fine. I'm also know? I'm also the only person there. Like I know. You know, um, actively trying to build a family. I know that for a fact. Mm-hmm. So I think it's I think it's hard. Like I had one one friend um, who used to work with me previously that always said to us that you know through each journey in your life you are either going to make new friends or lose new f- mm-hmm. or lose friends um, based on your level based on your different levels so of course being in a relationship like you hanging around with your single friends isn't really gonna happen so much you know they're talking about different things that you can't really relate to anymore um, you know getting engaged getting married buying a house having children those are all different levels levels um right and you're gonna find yourself feeling like you're out of place until you guys kind of you know resurface and get back on those same levels and find out who you you know who what you have most in common with with certain people Mm -hmm. i have people here in this state like i've 
my friends since, you know, a long, very long time, nothing in common right now. And that causes the, you know, differentiation and, you know, just, I don't think I meant to say that, (laughs) but um, just, you know, not being able to talk every day, hang out and everything like that. So, um, but I also have friends who are here getting married, but they do have kids, but they're reaching out to us. I have friends in other states who are going through the same thing as us. I have friends in other states who um, uh, want to, you know, support us in any way that they can. And we also have similar goals. You know, it's it's all in just, you know, everything is ain't nothing going to be a straight line. It's never going to be black and white. You know, you the people in your life, they're, you know, either in or out. Mm-hmm. And it's all based off of. You know, similarities, common, common uh, traits and goals, you know, and that's just what it is. And I think it's still also like even though those people who aren't on the same page as you, like just feeling the support from them in the terms of um, them just still reaching out, just Mm -hmm. asking you, just checking in, just asking you how you are like this. If like I'm not saying, you know, we're not. Being woe is me, like we're going through this situation, and like oh, being like a victim or like come support me, come support me. But it's just kind of like you know, you want to still know that somebody cares and someone you can still talk to. Because one of my best friends in New York, the first thing she's when she saw one of your posts was, Mm -hmm. "Oh, you and Sweet Coco going through that?" You know, there wasn't much that she could do, Mm -hmm. but the fact that she reached out. And was like, yeah, always. She knows who she is. She reached out. She said, you know, if you need anything, I'm here for you. That's all I need. Mm -hmm. That's all I I can get. I probably can't ask you for nothing. You know, being in, like I said, that small box where I don't know how to express every single thing I feel. But that's all I need right now. It's just, you know, my people to be by my side and supportive. And that's it. I think that's where, you know, it's going to take us really leaning on each other a whole lot. Mm -hmm. And it's going to strengthen our relationship. Absolutely. Because, you know, through this process, all we really have is each other. Mm -hmm. Like, our parents could feel as bad for us as, Mm -hmm. you know, but, you know. Yeah, like, I I know my mom has no... She has no clue. (laughs) She is. She probably doesn't have any, you know... um, you know, any of the best advice because, of course, she pretty much had me and my sister naturally. Yeah, you know. my mom had me naturally, no problems. And um, and so it's it's yeah, a sorry, different... I can't ask you for help. You no, know, yeah, yeah, you don't know. It's, you a different, it. it's a different ball game for us. Like, I, I know talking to my mom, like, she just... Her heart breaks for us. Mm-hmm. And she's just like... Like, she gives the best that she can Mm -hmm. um, in terms of, like, advice or, like, trying to, you know, calm me down and stuff like that. Um, Sometimes I definitely wish she was here. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes it's kind of it's kind of hard. Um, I think once Jitterbug get here, she she here. She coming. (laughs) That's all I know. But I'm just, yeah, it's it's. We're not even like far in the process and just already feeling this way. Yeah. Um, you know, we haven't even figured out, you know, what's really, really wrong with me yet. 
and like what the course of action will be, whether it's going to be IUI or IVF or however um, or what kind of medication I'm going to have to take in order for us to get pregnant soon. Um, but it's just it's funny after they, they said after HSG that, um, you know, the ter- the chances of pregnancy are increased. And um, I mean, shit. Uh, let's be dead honest we haven't even had the chance to have sex so yeah it kind of sucks and that also affects me like you know uh my wife is sitting right here looking good as hell and i can't even beat that thing up boy (laughs) i can't do nothing so um yeah i'm shitty it definitely sucks because after my hsg i had to Mm -hmm. wait 24 hours to do something Mm -hmm. and then um (laughs) and then i had my saline sonogram to follow that up and after that i just definitely um i had continuous spotting up until um my current cycle now i think since then we had sex once um barely (laughs) (laughs) no not recently but like before oh yeah yeah and it was just one time and then after that i continued spotting once again um tmi for those people who you know it is whatever this is a raw uncut it, podcast raw and uncut. Yeah. <laughs> i know um if you ain't learned by now you're gonna learn today yeah i'm not cutting no cards Mm-mm. so now i'm i'm on my period now so that nigga still gotta wait oh, i know i'm so sorry and then <laughs> i have i i scheduled another saline sonogram and i'm hoping that mm. this time this one is better since it's a little bit earlier in my cycle and i hope that my period just like does is normal it does its normal thing and i hope that there's no continuous spotting after because mm-hmm. it just really um hinders the process if we're trying if you know through this if hsg even worked like it clears out your tubes or whatever flushes your tubes out um if I can know 100% that that worked, it would be nice. But, you know, we haven't really 100% had a chance to, um, you know, even try to, to see try it. after right. it. So it's been, it's been a little bit rough on us both. Yeah. Um, but we're trying not to get frustrated with each other and nah. just enjoy our time with each other, even if it's just, you know, none sexual we can kiss i can touch you yeah. ooh la la <laughs> fuck all that ooh la la shit <laughs> fuck all that ooh la la shit ooh la la mm. but um fucking asshole anyways not me she talking about trump <laughs> uh, shit but yeah oh um, yeah so that's just what we've been just kind of feeling just been kind of going through um we've just been talking about like what we expect from each other during this process Mm -hmm. and um how to be more supportive with each other um and be more vulnerable through this process like don't keep feelings in um talk to each other as much as possible that's hard and um so sweet coco asked me what does she uh expect of me that what you asked me no I, no you, you asked. i asked 
Uh, How did you ask it? I think I asked you, um, do you think that you could... Yeah, what are the things you think you could do better? Um, And we we have these type of conversations every once in a while, um, just in general. And I think at this point, um, I'm going to, you know, she asks again, and I think at this point, I'm just going to try to be more aware. I'm going to uh, be more active in the research. I'm going to... Um, be more attentive. Be more attentive. Um, more attention. Make sure you know. I if I don't know what to say, I'm going to say something, and it's just you know, are you okay? I'm trying to be there. Mm-hmm. Just be there, and um, I think that'll definitely keep us closer in this uh, during this during going through what we're going through. Yeah, I think. Um actively paying attention to like it's yeah. especially in in an appointment like actively paying attention um i do i do pay i pay mm-hmm. attention to your appointments more than you no i mean like actively paying attention to me oh, like, oh okay you know in what i'm going through in that morning oh in, yeah in that moment well, i mean to be honest I, i'm making sure i'm catching everything the doctors say because mm-hmm. especially like even your last pap like i'm listening to what doc what the doctor saying i yeah. gotta make sure like that everything he's saying i remember because i noticed when you go by yourself and i say well what, what's going on you'd be like ah so we kind of said this and kind of said that and i'm like i'm nah i, I gotta i'm like really bad with those things like i just clearly your memory is shot it's so <laughs> shut. Like I can't even like I can't even imagine like having pregnancy brain. Like I'm gonna forget my whole body. Like I swear. Yeah. Whatever. So I'll be I'm there. Start recording. <laughs> I'll be there as yeah. You need to. I'll be there as much as I can so that I can at least hear because it. I don't forget what doctors say. Yeah. I am. I think I really very. I'm very much so. You know. On. Um. I. I flat out. I have a good memory. I have a pretty good memory when it comes to, especially coming from, you know, an authority or a doctor or something. Mm-hmm. I know what they said. I'm not going to be, you know, second guess or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So I know for your doctor's visits, I'm going to try to get all that as much as possible. I didn't see that they actually. <laughs> oh, did they show his face? Yes. Yeah, he took a picture. <laughs> He's stupid. Sorry, it's about this Liberty Mutual commercial off topic. But, um, but yeah. I'm going to, like I said, be attentive, um, be aware, uh, do more research, um, find things to read. Um, she just sent me this other podcast that I'm going to try to, you know, listen to at work. Um, I probably, like I said, I won't probably, oh my God, listen to it with you. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know I'll, I'll be able to. Uh, listen to it by myself and pay attention more by myself yeah um so yeah yeah Yeah. i think i gauged and um you know i definitely thank my cousin for giving me that podcast um you know i'm i'm definitely learning a lot and it is you know thus far have has I wouldn't, well, I haven't really been through a situation yet, but I'm sure, like you said, that that my cousin said that it helped her. I'm mm. sure that it would help me. Mm. Um, I want to say it's called Beat Infertility. Mm. Um, so I'm excited to continue listening and mm. to continue learning. Um, yeah. What are you going to do? Um, 
as well with you mm-hmm. um I mean, I'm super attentive when it comes to you. Mm-hmm. Um, you definitely express that I'm overly attentive. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I'm just gonna. I think we just have we have we would be nice to find a balance mm-hmm. in between that, where it's like you know, yes, I'll give you your time, but like I need a break to mm-hmm. process. I need a break to think, mm-hmm. and then maybe like in those times that we break. Um, you know, you have your questions and, you know, I find a way to answer them better, you mm-hmm. know, so that we, you know, bring it back together. So you just want time. Yeah, definitely. You, like, you, you know, want your <laughs> Courtney non clinging time. Yeah. <laughs> Def. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Marriages stay together with people who take a break for a minute and if breathe. Knows, I'm a stage 10 clinger. No, I lie. I'm not. 20. <laughs> <laughs> 20. No, I mean... At night, it's always. At night, I'm I'm that person. I hate when he falls asleep before me. I I don't know. I tend to get anxiety really quick. I don't know why niggas asleep. Don't know why. I don't know. I I feel like someone's gonna grab me. It's funny. The house is locked up. The The alarm is is on. Yeah. What you talking about? So funny. But I just feel like it's so quiet. And that's why I'm like, babe, give me the remote. I don't know. I get anxious. It's mm. so weird. I get ang- anxiety before I go to sleep. If he falls asleep before I do. It's weird. It's weird. I don't know. I'm not staying up past you. Um, I have a bedtime. Yeah, so do I. 10 p.m. I'm out. It's not 10 p.m. De- it it's definitely at least is. 10.30. No, it's def- 10 p.m. I need to be laying down in the bed. Yeah, but and- you don't fall asleep until... Yeah, 10.30-ish, but I'm laying down. Mm -hmm. I'm laying, I'm deaf in that bed. in the bed and I... Fuck with me. All the time. Playing in my goddamn ears, tickling my feet, tickling me. Yeah, (laughs) man, get off me, bruh. Damn, like I felt it as you said it and you didn't even do nothing. Like, <laughs> like yeah, like chill out. Like it's it's night night time. I don't know. You look, I, I can't, I can't, like I can't. I'm going to pay for it when we have kids. Show is. I can't wait for They're going to be like, mom, mom. Yep, it's going to be all you. They're going to get my feet. They're going to annoy this shit out of me. Yep, you're going to be the one to put the motherfuckers to sleep. <laughs> and I'm going to be in the bed because it's my bedtime is 10 o'clock. <laughs> I don't care what time them jets go into bed. And mine is 10. <laughs> Shit, they can stay up all they want. I'm going to wake them up at 545. I don't give a fuck if you got two minutes of sleep. Get up. It's time for school. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, shit. But yeah, nah. I'm, I'm, um, but what else? So, um. I don't know. Not, you not just not just space. I mean, I don't I don't want a bunch of space. I just want. Like you during just the day, time. just time to process things, and especially maybe after you know, and um, an appointment or something. I definitely just want time to process it. Like it is a lot to hear like a negative outcome, you know, or something just isn't going right. So I think um, I think the first time when we realized that we didn't know how to support each other or know how to talk through something mm-hmm. was my saline sonogram the first appointment. Time. Mm-hmm. My first time um, went through. I It was the most painful situation. I reached out for his hand instead of him, you know, seeing that I was crying mm-hmm. and reach out for my hand like, you know, let me hold you through the situation. Mm-hmm. And then when we finally got to 
um, me paying my, uh, my copay, um, one of the nurses had called my doctor over to see another patient of you hers. Yeah. I did. Yeah, I think yeah, I did, yeah, um, yeah. before. Um, but that was a trigger for me. Mm. And I don't think, you know, we knew how to, or I didn't know how to mm-hmm. kind of talk through all the situation. I know, all I know is this shit ain't going to be easy. Like, oh, no, you it's know, not. so you got to, you also just try to, you know, I don't want to say it in sound insensitive, but like, you know, you got to tighten up your, your emotions and be like, you know, we good. We on the right path. That's it. Yeah, we are. And I, I think it's I think it's sometimes it's hard. Like there's I didn't know that that was going to trigger me, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. No, I ain't figured. I ain't think so. Um, and then number two, like when I see my friends like post on Instagram or oh, I'm pregnant or somebody's, you know, ultrasound or right. or whatnot. Or when I see babies, I don't just like, oh, my God, break down crying or see a pregnant woman. I don't break down crying. Um, I think that just caught me off guard because it was just kind of like an inconclusive test at the point. And I went through a lot of pain for them to be like, oh, we have to do this again. And it was a little, it was kind of heartbreaking. A little disheartening. Yeah. Just kind of like, oh, we saw something in the HSG, but, mm-hmm. you know, you know, this particular sonogram was supposed to help us really see what the HSG kind of saw. Yeah. But they couldn't see anything, so that was a little annoying. So now I'm still like have this looming thought over my head like, oh my gosh, like what could it be? Yeah, now we gotta try again, wait again, you know. All this, yeah. all this waiting shit is kinda bullshit, you yes. know. Time frame of it is kinda shitty. Mm-hmm. And then you have to set up appointments around your cycle. It's just Oh, it's a drag. But you know, well, we just think when about is mine again? With the oh, blood your work. blood test. We have to do blood work. It's on the it's on the ninth at eight forty five. Oh, that's Saturday. Okay, good. Yeah, both of ours are on the ninth. Bet. So, it's just it's just really doing all of the things, getting them out of the way. Um, that's all I gotta do. Is blood work? Yeah. All right. That's what you and I have to do, and then Everything I gotta go in for my I gotta go in for a gyno appointment. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. So yeah. You go keep the same doctor. They just. Like, yeah. Okay. I I guess I gotta talk to <laughs> the doc and let him know that hey, we're going through this process. I'm sorry yeah. I didn't come back to you, but. He said he was gonna do it anyway. He said if we, cause we kept. I think the whole. Thing was we kept telling him oh it's been nine months we've been trying and he was like oh come back to me and you oh, know yeah, in a yeah. few months when you but like when we actually sat down and we really pinpointed you know dates and times and things like we realized it it had yeah, been more yeah, than yeah, nine months than yeah. so i think that's what we mm. you know maybe we'll figure it out you know my cousin didn't give such rave reviews about where we're going um but if I feel that I'm all uncomfortable after um, yeah, we'll switch up. the the testing or whatever and we figure out what's wrong, um, you know, I, I'm more than happy to switch. You know, we just have to figure out what's convenient, too. Yeah, we just got to figure out what's going on first, yeah. plain and simple, and then just start from there. You know, we got to get answers yeah. for you. <sighs> Yeah, I'm still taking my um, 
my medicine for my high prolactin level. So um, hopefully once I'm finished that, then I get to um, go back to my endocrinologist after that and then figure out what the next move is or if those levels have then ended. It's just a long process of health things. And I'm kind of really happy that I took the initiative to really check upon my health. It is so important. Um, you know, my husband loves to laugh at me about how many times like I'm in the doctor's office, but I think he stays sick. I'm not always sick or broken Um, or hurt or in pain. I am broken. I am in hurt. I am hurt. Um, in pain. Yes. Um, but if you guys could see how many faces she makes during the day, talking about her hips, her knees, <laughs> her lower back, her shoulders, her elbow, her headaches, her feet. What else did I miss? That's it. Every bone in her body. If y'all could just see her face. The oohs and the eyes and the ohs and the ooh. Like all that bullshit. I'm like, Courtney, tighten up. You want to tighten up the screws for me? <laughs> you want to tighten up the screws for me? Because I love to be put back together. Like, I swear I'm like Miss Humpty Dumpty. Like, every day, like, there's a, like, I'm missing, like, I'm missing the target shell. today, like, ah, ah, ah. and I'm like, it's my hip. It yes. started hurting me. Just hit but that motherfucker. Keep walk through it's it. It's the weather. And I've been, I, I have really been walking through it. I really have. Because I could have been like, Okay, it's time. It's time to go home. <laughs> we went all the way out to Publix today, guys. Oh, yeah. Mm, yeah, we had a road trip. We went uh, south. Had to find a Publix. If you guys know um, or you know are listening, you know that um, we fell in love with Publix and when we lived in Florida, in Miami. And uh, we haven't had Publix since the summer when we went to Atlanta. And before that, we hadn't had it in like two years. Mm -hmm. And when I say we haven't had Publix, I don't mean like, you know, grocery shop at Publix. We eat Publix subs. We Mm -hmm. eat the the hot and spicy wings. We need the lemonade, the raspberry lemonade, the regular lemonade. um, They got good cake. They got good fucking (laughs) cupcakes. They got good um potato salad is decent like the macaroni salad is decent yeah the macaroni and cheese at the at the deli is decent Shit, like you ain't getting i ain't getting a shoulder but like when we <laughs> say we love Publix, like we love Publix. like Publix needs to sponsor us and then on top of that <laughs> They need to build a Publix here, like for real. Yeah, and yeah, for sure. Definitely need to build a Publix here. But um, yeah, it was like an hour and a half away. We took that little drive. That was with no traffic. It would have been definitely a strong two hours, um, going south if we uh, if we uh had ran into some traffic. So and actually coming home, that shit was so fast. Yeah, that was super fast. Yeah, that just. I mean, go up 301. That's act, that was actually an hour mm-hmm. instead of um an hour and a half. I should have went that way. So, but it's a toll that way. I ain't taking no tolls. So, but we enjoyed that day. Um, we've been trying to get out there for the longest time. Oh my God. So long. Yeah, but actually, that 
Publix uh, out there is new. It ain't even been there a year yet, and it looks like it. It's gorgeous. It's so gorgeous. I don't know. I have a thing for, like, a good grocery store. I a nice, clean one. I don't know where I get that from. Like, I had a... I went to Wegmans for my first time with my boss, and then I had to take Art of Noise there, and I, oh, their produce, everything is just everything in Wegmans, and like Publix is like the same way with their food. <laughs> everything is fresh. I mean, I think because the um, because the the uh, grocery store is new, like everything just looked fresh. So you got to get the boar's head meat. You know, mm-hmm. get the uh, get the um. What else is it? Come on, Riley. You know she always she got to yeah, y'all. gotta make her appearance. Come on up. Well, he's gonna stare at me. And then this is us. I'm. <laughs> yeah. Um. What was I saying? Got to get the cake. Yeah. So we gotta go back for a cake for just no reason. Mm-hmm. But yeah. We enjoyed it. We just wanted to pop in. We were having a conversation and um thought it was a good time to share. Yeah, and I definitely was like, let's get let's record this. Let's get this out. Let's get this out there. So um we'll be hollering at y'all. Peace society. Bye.